Statins can be a lifesaver for those with high cholesterol, but they sometimes get a bad rap for their side effects. Dr. Lakshmi from the Heart Center at Sarah Bush Lincoln is back to provide us with some great information and advice in this edition of Health Styles. Friends and neighbors, our hearts beat to heal yours. The Sarah Bush Lincoln Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life. Sarah Bush has this classic small town, friendly atmosphere with a high-tech hospital. And I have the background of clinical medicine and common sense. When you combine them, you become an ideal doctor. The Heart Center at Sarah Bush Lincoln. Trusted, compassionate care. Right here, close to home. If you've been diagnosed with high cholesterol, chances are you are taking a statin. And there's a lot of questions, misconceptions, lots of information out there about statins. And Dr. Lakshmi is here to help clear that up. You know, there are so many questions about the statins. When I travel outside, when I go to India, United Kingdom, U.S., everybody is asking me, should I be on statins? What about my friend who had severe liver problem? What about another guy talks about dementia, my muscle aches and pains? It's a terrible drug. Internet says that you should never take statins. The answer is statins are one of the best drugs for treatment of hypercholesterolemia and high cholesterol over the last 50 years. Now, every drug has a side effect. If somebody says that I'm going to give a drug which is not expensive, it's got zero side effects, you know that it's not true. So there are side effects and about 5 to 10% of the people will present with aches and pains when they take cholesterol pill. Personally, when I tried to take statins, I had a lot of back pain. So aches and pains are the commonest problem. The liver problems, a very small percentage of the people get it, but we monitor them. Sometimes statins, when you mix with other drugs, can cause a condition called rhabdomyolysis, which is actually breaking down of the muscle, which is a very serious condition. If you develop severe aches and pains, you're not able to pee, you have some difficulty with, with general condition and you're feeling really lousy, you should stop the medicine and ask for advice. That's a very, very, very small percentage of the patients who get that. The vast majority of the patient, more than 95% of the patients, it has got no major problems. It's an excellent drug to decrease the cholesterol. It not only decreases the cholesterol, it prevents heart attack. It prevents stroke. There are some people think it may prevent cancers and inflammation. So it's a very effective drug. And with a good cholesterol-lowering statins, you can decrease the cholesterol by 50%, and which dramatically decrease the incidence of heart attacks. Well, and if you listen to our previous podcast, a heart attack starts with ruptured plaque, which is cholesterol. Yes. So it's going to be, it's very effective. The study after study, we have studied almost about a million people with statins. There is no major side effects other than aches and pains, and it decreases the heart attacks and stroke. So I would, if I take the statin, it has to be prescribed by the physician, and you should be monitored. We normally check the cholesterol every six months and then monitor periodically the liver function test and a muscle enzyme called CPK, which will tell you if there is any muscle breakdown. We check it periodically. If you're adding any new medication, talk to the doctor about it. The vast majority of the patients, it's very effective with minimal side effects. In a small number of patients, you may get side effects, but that should be monitored on a regular basis with your physician. 
My own feeling is it's one of the most effective drugs and it prevents heart attack. And you should seriously consider it, particularly you have the risk factors for coronary artery disease and you have high cholesterol. So if a patient is on one statin, are there other ones that they can try? If this one doesn't work, I'm guessing there's other ones that they can try out. With. There are about six or seven statins. Okay. And some of them may be able to take a small dose of statins. Some statins have long half-life, which means they will stay in the body for a longer time. You may be able to take it three times a week. So you can try some statins which are easy on your body compared to the others, smaller dose, maybe three or four times a week. We can add non-statin medications in addition to the statins to decrease the cholesterol further. Now, there are two new drugs which are injectables, which are non-statins, which dramatically decrease the cholesterol. So ask me, what's the catch? The catch is the price. <laughs> it's $6,000 a year. Some insurance covers it. Some insurance will partially cover it. So if you are a very high risk of heart disease, such as previous bypass, previous stents, recent coronary artery disease with myocardial infarction, if you absolutely cannot take statins or you take a very small dose of statins, uh, then you may be able to add this injectable statins, assuming the insurance covers it. You should discuss this with your cardiologist to see whether you're a candidate for this injectable cholesterol-lowering medications if you absolutely cannot take statins. But the vast majority of the patients will be able to take it. It is safe, it's reliable, and it decreases the heart attacks. So at what point do you put someone on a statin? Like when their cholesterol gets over a certain number or at what point? There are multiple reasons to put them on statins. Number one, if they have coronary artery disease. For example, if you had a heart attack, if you had a stent, if you already have more than 60-70% disease, they must be on statins. If they are not on statins, then you have to consider the other medications which I talked about. Number two, people with peripheral vascular disease, somebody who had carotid stents, carotid bypass surgery, or stents in his legs. So vascular and cardiac patients and patients with strokes are the three groups you should seriously consider. The other groups are people with diabetics are high risk for heart disease. And then the patients who had very high cholesterol, we call them primary hyperlipidemia, which means very high. If the bad cholesterol is more than 190, mm -hmm. we want the bad cholesterol to be less than 100 for everybody, but more than 190, we should seriously consider cholesterol-lowering agent. Is that for a lot of people who have like a family history? Correct. Okay. We call them familial high cholesterol okay. in those patients. So if your cholesterol is a few points above normal, you're not going to be put on a statin. Right? Correct. And particularly, if you're only mildly elevated, if you're a non-smoker, you're not a diabetic, you exercise on a regular basis, probably you can wait and try dietary changes. That's why I said patients who have cardiac, vascular, stroke, extremely high in diabetics are the five groups I would seriously consider statins. Okay. Well, the important thing is to talk to your doctor. If it's that medication is not working for you, talk to your doctor. Absolutely true. Thanks for listening to Health Styles, presented by Sarah Bush Lincoln. This is Lori Banks. Remember, the information we presented today is not a substitute for medical care. If you have questions or concerns, please talk to your health care provider. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you know when we've added new shows. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts or directly on our website at sarahbush.org slash podcasts. 
And be sure to connect with us on social media by searching Sarah Bush Lincoln. We continue our conversation with Dr. Lakshmi next time with a great discussion about AFib. What is it? Who can get it? And how is it treated? If you want to know more about cardiology care at Sarah Bush Lincoln, visit our website at sarahbush.org slash the heart center.